In stressful times, you want to spend your time checking out not just what's best, but what's best for you. We know you care about what you watch, what you read, and what you listen to. NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast is with you five days a week to make sure that time is well spent. Listen now to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. For her third album titled Home Video, Lucy Dacus is looking at the past, quite literally. She's gone through old family footage, reflecting on what it was like coming of age and discovering her place in life while growing up in Richmond, Virginia. The video for the song Hot and Heavy brings the past to the present with friends gathering in a movie theater watching home movies of Lucy as a child. I'll post that video on the All Songs Considered site. Here's Lucy Dacus to tell us more. Hot and Heavy, I wrote in 2017, like before anything from Historian even came out. So being able to share it feels really surreal. I kind of forgot people would hear it eventually. But um, it's based off of like some feelings I was having after touring a lot for the first time, after No Burden, coming back to Richmond and feeling like it had changed and I had changed and people's perception of me had changed. And yeah, it was a really weird destabilizing time, honestly, but a growth time. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I'm really proud of the music video because it involves so many people that I love and like home videos that my dad took when I was a kid. And it's at the Bird Theater, which is this movie palace in Richmond where they have like $4 movies. And I don't know, I like bringing things back home when I can. here makes me hot in the face hot blood in my pulsing veins heavy memories weighing on my brain hot and heavy in the basement of your parents place you used to be so sweet now you're a firecracker on a crowded street couldn't look away even if i wanted try to walk away but i come back to the start
Lucy Dake is singing Hot and Heavy from her new album. I'm so excited about this. It's called Home Video. It's out June 25th on Matador Records. The first voice you hear on Fleet Fox's 2020 album called Sure is not singer Robin Pecknold, but the talented young singer Uwade. She's just beginning to put out her own music now. The Man Who Sees Tomorrow is her second single, and here's Uwade to introduce us to this powerful new song. Hello, my name is Uwade. I'm 21 years old. Um, I'm a musician and a singer, born in Nigeria, raised in North Carolina. This is my second single uh, called The Man Who Sees Tomorrow. And it's a song I wrote in memory of my dad, Dr. James Akeri, who passed away in August of 2020. Um, he was a brilliant, brilliant man. And the title actually comes from a nickname that he gave himself in a text to me once. I mean, it's about, you know, the process of grieving and, and trying to understand and cope with loss. But I also think it's rooted in this deep sense of hope that kind of came out of it which for me comes not only from my faith, but also from the profound love that I have for my dad because he fundamentally shaped the person I am today. And so even though he's gone, he's still guiding me and he's still with me and his spirit is still with me. And, you know, there's a comfort in that and there's, there's a joy in that. And I only hope that people who listen to this who have experienced loss as well as so many people have during the pandemic will find something to keep with them um, in that hope that I that I try to share. Yesterday the sun was out, today is like the fall. And maybe it's a miracle, but God, I feel it all. Cannot find it in myself to write.
has told for you, my dear. It rings for everyone. And when I think of all the years I've spent under the sun, the man who sees tomorrow has shown me all the reasons I'd begun. Uwade is the artist. The song written to her father is called The Man Who Sees Everything, and it's just her second single. I sure hope to hear more from her in the not-too-distant future. There's a new song from the brothers David and Peter Bruis. They make up the band Field Music. This song, like the last song we played, also deals with loss. It's called When You Last Heard From Linda. Here's Peter Bruis to shed some light on this poignant new tune. Hello, this is Peter from Field Music here. This song is about someone who's lost a very dear friend and is now considering the things they had shared over the years. The two had grown up together, experienced the change from childhood through their teenage years into adulthood and parenthood. This someone now wonders if her friend ever really knew what she meant to her. So oh, oh, oh. 
Field Music, the song When You Last Heard From Linda, their album Flat White Moon is out Friday, April 23rd on Memphis Industries. We'll take a break, be right back, and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Starbucks. Did you know Starbucks is committed to cutting their landfill waste in half by 2030? Starbucks is testing an idea, a borrow-and-return reusable cup program to reduce single-use cups. In a handful of Seattle-area stores, customers can choose to order their drink in a fully reusable cup and return it on their next visit for credit on their Starbucks app. Learn more about this program and Starbucks' commitments to making a positive impact on the planet at starbucks.com planet. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Brewer Terrence Sullivan shares how brewing beer is often a science, but to achieve the right flavor profile, it can also be an art. The science is the process of making the actual beer, and and the art form comes from the brewer of literally weaving in different hops. They're just adding some nice little zest to it. To learn more, go to SierraNevada.com. Must be 21 years or older. Please drink responsibly. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. In 1962, just a few weeks before producer George Martin was to meet the Beatles and change the course of music history, he made a curious record under the name Ray Cathode at Abbey Road Studios. He did two songs. I'll play both for you. One is called Time Beat, the other Waltz in Orbit. These two songs have been remastered by engineer Craig Leon, and here he is to shed some light on these two short tunes. In 1962, George Martin was running the Parlophone label for EMI. It was a catch-all label that consisted mainly of novelty and comedy records, along with low-priced classical music and traditional jazz. Someone at EMI got the idea that they should make a recording that utilized the drum beat that played under the test pattern music for the BBC when it wasn't broadcasting late at night. The BBC Radiophonic Workshop, who made that pattern, sent it over to Abbey Road, where George Martin put a band on top of it. That became Time Beat, the A-side of the Ray Cathode Project. This was the first collaboration between the BBC Radiophonic Workshop and a commercial label, and in fact their first commercial release in any form. For the B-side, they did the reverse. The band put on a basic pattern, sent it over to the workshop, and they put an electronic melody over it. This became Waltz in Orbit, which was the B-side. Any resemblance between it and Dave Brubeck's hit Take 5, which was out at that time, is purely coincidental. It was a unique moment in pop history and in electronic music history. Shortly after this project, George Martin was to investigate a rock band from Liverpool called The Beatles, who, because they had long hair and looked weird and sounded weird, were deemed to be a possible novelty act for Parlophone. He investigated them, and luckily for all of us, he signed them.
That's the music of George Martin with Maddalena Fagadinini, who did much of the electronics on this song. And there are new remixes to be heard as well, one by Sparkle Vision, which is a side project of the legendary William Brzezinski, and also a remix done by Drum and Lace. The remixes were done to benefit the online community radio station Dublab. Now new music from Rosie Tucker. It's their third album, and I'll play the opening track called Barbara Ann. The song centers on Rosie Tucker's maternal grandparents and their farm in Northeast Illinois. It also tackles some political issues around farming. Here's Rosie to tell us more. Hey, it's Rosie Tucker. I think that with the song Barbara Ann, I am trying to figure out what it means to come from somewhere. Um, The centerpiece of the song is my grandmother, who was named Barbara Ann and and loved the Beach Boy song of the same name, so that's what that's about. But I think that for this song, I spent some time reflecting on her life and also the systems that impacted it. So her life as a mother and a wife and a caretaker and what all of those roles meant to her and um, her intellect and the fact that she labored her whole life long on the farm and thinking about the systems that impact people who work in agriculture, thinking about how big agribusiness companies can impact which crops are grown and how that affects the land. So I think just trying to take a whole kind of tangled mythology of place and of family and how that has impacted myself and just trying to tease out some of it for my own good. I think that's where the song came from. Thank you so much for listening.
Barbara Ann from Rosie Tucker, their third album called Sucker Supreme is out on Epitaph Records on April 30th. And now to the Irish singer known as Smooth Boy Ezra. As a non-binary songwriter on the autism spectrum, Smooth Boy Ezra writes about their unique perspective on love and relationships. The song I'll play is the title track for the EP called Stuck. Here's Smooth Boy Ezra to take us out. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. Hi, I'm Smooth Boy Ezra. I started writing my new song, Stuck, in May 2020, and I finished it in November of 2020. The song is about being in a relationship with someone that you care a lot about, but you can tell that both of you feel like it's not going to work out, and you're both basically just waiting for the other person to end it because neither of you want to hurt each other, so you end up staying in the relationship way longer than you needed to because you want to keep that person in your life, but just not as a romantic partner. Um, I really hope that you like the song. I count the steps from my house to yours To see if my legs are longer than before I'm glad I started wearing shoes that fit Heavy for you to cradle, kick my shins from under the table. I was too afraid of it. The worst year of your life started when you met me. You say I shouldn't take it personally. But I can't cry and you 
Fake 